You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hey there. You are listening to episode 24 of the Blended Family Podcast. I hope you are all doing well. Those of you in colder climates should be warming up about now. Here in Florida, it's already summer with temperatures of a nice hot 90 degrees because we don't really get a spring. But I love living here and it's a great place to raise kids. I know there was a thread over on the private Facebook group where we were all saying where we're from and it's so nice to see where everyone is from. Please don't be shy. If you are a listener, join us there in that group and start a conversation or just tell me about yourself. I get a lot of joy in learning about my listeners, where you're from, how many kids you have, what your struggles are and your happy moments too. You can find us over there at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. So let's get into today's topic, which is what to do when your partner hates your child. Ugh, just saying that out loud makes me feel sad inside, but unfortunately it does happen. This can be a make or break situation for your relationship. Your child is your child and that's that. Of course, you're trying to make a life with your new partner. I've said many times before that kids do grow up and move on, and then you're left with your partner. So this is a difficult situation now because you're likely to feel torn. You love both of these people, and you should not have to make a choice. Let me also say, if it is you who hates your partner's child, you need to listen to this show as well. Now, I know hate is a very strong word to use. But hate is the kind of thing that can break up a relationship. If it's just annoyance, that can be worked with. But when it comes to such strong emotions as hatred, it can be really tough to overcome. So why is there hatred? Most of the time, there's a reason why a step-parent can be experiencing a strong emotion like this towards their stepchild. One of the reasons could be that the child is causing a lot of disruption in the home. We have talked about that before when we did the episode on having a difficult child. When you're in love with someone and have to keep watching their child cause them hurt or pain, it can change your feelings about the child. Another reason is that the step-parent and child just don't get along Or maybe the step-parent is bothered because the stepchild isn't getting along with their own bio kids. There can also be some jealousy issues where someone feels the child is monopolizing the parent's time. Now, I'm not saying these reasons make it okay to hate a child. I'm just pointing out the reasons why it happens. Sometimes we're just not in control of how we feel about people. Sometimes you can feel so guilty about feeling the way you do about a child, but you can't help it. I am not here to make you feel bad about yourself. You can't help it, right? I just want to help figure out how to overcome it. So the first step is 
to recognize and acknowledge that this is happening. Ignoring it will only cause resentment to grow. Problems don't go away by ignoring them. You do have to be careful here because if you come at your partner in an accusatory manner, things will escalate. Of course, if you feel your child is being mistreated, you have every right to address it. There are certain ways to do it correctly, though. If your partner is hard to talk to or has a temper or gets defensive, you need to do this right, especially if you're dealing with someone who refuses to acknowledge that there is a problem. In a case like that, I really recommend family counseling. You may want to start with just the two of you as a couple and then integrate the children later on. There are cases where the couple has no problem discussing this and can openly and honestly admit their feelings. Those are easier to handle. After you recognize and acknowledge that this is happening, you then want to validate each other's feelings or at least try to see where they're coming from. No one wants to hear anything negative about their own child. But if you step aside for a moment, take your heart out of the equation and look to see if there's any truth there. What I mean is to determine if your partner has some reason that is valid to be upset with your child. Is your child playing any part in this? Feelings have to come from somewhere. People don't carry around hate emotions for absolutely no reason. The main thing here is that both partners are being heard. I have an example of something like this. I know someone whose daughter has had a drug problem for many years. Her stepdad, who basically raised her, has had enough. The girl, who is now a grown woman, of course, has stolen from them and caused a lot of issues. So now she finally tried to get her life in order and has children of her own. She's not out of the woods, though, yet. So stepdad wants no part of the stepdaughter or her children because he's lost all trust. Although he helped raise her, he never had any biological kids of his own. So he seems to be lacking in the bonding department. So for the couple, this was an ongoing argument. Finally, the mom told the stepdad, look, I completely understand where you're coming from, and I'm not asking you to love my daughter or forgive her, but please respect me enough to not talk bad about her to me because she is my daughter. You can talk to anyone else if you need to vent, but not me because it hurts me when you do that. And that actually worked for them. They both understood where the other was coming from and recognize that they were entitled to their feelings. They're still going through a difficult time, but their relationship is now doing better. That's just one example of a way to communicate and understand one another. But there are so many other examples of situations where a step-parent hates their stepchild. When you've reached the point where you acknowledged what is going on and then communicated and validated each other's feelings, there's still work to do. It's great if you respect where your partner's coming from, but there's still an issue here that can't get swept under the rug. Your partner and your child, the most important people to you, are not getting along. So it's really important to work on this because the child and parent relationship is unchanging. You need to look at age here first. There's a 
big difference in dealing with a child who is young and a child who's grown, right? If the child is living at home and young, this is a huge issue because there are a lot of years ahead of living in conflict. So if you know you've got another 10 years ahead, let's say, and the child lives with you full time, well, something's got to change or it's not going to work. This is where I recommend family therapy the most. You can't live together that long with feelings of hate and expect that they go away on their own. Now, in some cases they can. Sometimes a child can grow out of a stage that is causing your negative feelings, but why not get some help if it's available to you, especially when you know you have a long road ahead? Now, if the said child only visits with you, even if they're young, this poses less of a problem. Things can be tolerated a little better when it's for short periods of time, like every other weekend. Still shouldn't be ignored, but you may be able to work this one out a little easier. When dealing with a teenager, you've got to look at the big picture here. How many more years do you have? If a teen is going to be off to college in a couple of years, it's important to try and stick things out in your relationship. Once that child leaves the home, you're left with your partner. And adult children, if your partner hates your adult child, it shouldn't affect your relationship as greatly. In fact, this is much less common because adult children are often less involved with their parent. So age is just one of the factors you're going to look at when you're trying to sort this out. The next thing to look at is how bad is this situation? Can it be dealt with? Is it unbearable? So for example, do you have a 10-year-old with a bad attitude who is disrespectful to the parent and step-parent? Something like that is easier controlled than a 15-year-old who is taking drugs and stealing from the home. So you want to figure out what is going on here, what you can do to fix it, and also plan what is going to happen if things don't change. This doesn't have to be a specific plan or an ultimatum. Just openly discuss your future and what it will look like if things don't change. People cannot live for years miserable, and it isn't fair to expect someone to do that. At the same time, it's not fair for a child to cause such disruption that your relationship gets ruined. Now, all this being said, I want to point out that I know it seems like I am putting a lot of blame on the child. In many cases, these strong emotions do stem from a child causing some form of trouble at home. But I do want to talk for a moment about a step-parent hating a child when there is no cause at all. So this would be the jealousy thing. So if a parent is very close to a child and then they enter into a new relationship with a partner, that new partner can feel some jealousy over this. And this is where I feel the step-parent is wrong. When a step-parent comes in, they have to honor the relationship that their partner already had with their child since that child was born to them. It's up to the bio parent to make time for everyone fairly, but children always come first. That is my opinion, just my opinion, so don't get angry at me, but I always believe children come first. So if you're in a situation where your partner hates your child for no reason at all but jealousy, this needs to be addressed. There's no good excuse for this. Someone with those feelings often doesn't have biological children of their own, 
and sometimes just doesn't understand the bond. You need to set the boundaries with a partner like this from the start. Whatever the issue is, though, you want to work on it. Do you need to have a family meeting or set up counseling? Maybe you can set up situations where you can all be together and bond. Step parents and stepkids don't just instantly love each other. That is a relationship that needs time to grow and nurture, and it takes effort, especially if it's new. I really want you to walk away from this episode feeling hopeful, which maybe you don't right now from everything I've said so far. So let me tell you another story. Another family I know, one child, stepfather involved since she was very young. He as well had no biological children, but stepped in and raised this girl from the time she was about seven. When she reached the teenage years, middle school to be exact, she became troublesome, as most middle schoolers do. She was causing such grief at home that her mom was in tears on a daily basis. He wanted to be there for his wife, but it was such a bad situation at home that he was home less and less. He really began to dislike this child that he helped raise. But as she grew up and matured, she did grow out of this stage in her life. She changed all on her own, actually. I mean, they were strict with her, but she did change. Her stepdad slowly started to warm up to her again, and they rebuilt their relationship. And now, two years later, everything is great. So I don't want you to feel discouraged if this is happening to you and your family right now. Nothing is permanent, and there's always hope for relationships to change and get better. The most important thing is that you both acknowledge what is happening, validate one another's feelings, and make a plan of how you can fix it. Go back and listen to my episode about step-parent and stepchild bonding if you haven't already, and you can find that one at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash 14. There are ways to work on this. Don't be afraid to try couples and family therapy. A professional can help work with you on communication skills and also how to cope with things in the home to make it easier. Don't call it quits without trying to work this out. Remember, kids are kids for a short while. The bond with them lasts a lifetime, but they will have their own life. When they leave you, you are left with your partner. If you handle this the right way, it doesn't have to ruin your relationship. If you have any questions about this topic or any topic, please let me know. If you have a topic idea, let me know. If you're going through something like this and you have a tip to share, please comment on the show notes. You can always call and leave me a voicemail message on SpeakPipe. I'll post that link in the show notes. If you like this podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you can, rate and review me so I can be more visible in iTunes so other people can find me better. Next week, I have a special episode I'm working on for you, and some of you have been helping with that. It's going to be top tips for bringing your blended family closer together. If you want to participate, there is still time, but not much. You would need to get those submissions to me by April 24th, the latest. When this episode airs, it only gives you three days. You can do that by simply emailing them to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. So hurry up and do that. 
Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.